0: Welcome back to the Rational Phonetics. It's me, Thomas Shivers, and as always, Drew Blake. No hiro again today. It's uh, because we're recording pretty late, so um, mostly my fault. But for news this week, we have a bunch of news this week because we're going on to the trade deadline for next week, right, Drew? So
1: yep, trade deadline is a week from Tuesday.
0: Yep, which was yesterday. Yeah. So it's about uh five days from now. Uh, so we're gonna get a lot more coming in this next couple of days. But I guess some teams are on an early jump for it before they have to panic. Uh, we'll start with the Falcons sending Sanu for a second round to the Pats, and uh, I mean the Patriots have been having a lot of uh, injuries at wide receiver, and also that you know, Holy Antonio Brown situation at the beginning of the season. So they've been having no luck with their wide receivers, but they've been still rolling. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, then we have Denver sends uh, Sanders for a fifth and a third to the 49ers uh, for a fourth. So,
1: yeah. Hey, I mean, I right, The 49ers now kind of have a legitimate top wide receiver. He is. More, he does play the slot, but he gives them kind of a second legitimate target alongside kill to really boost that offense. And for a team that's already undefeated. It's a really good boost and it's gonna make them a strong contender in the NFC.
0: Yep. And then uh, the Raiders send Conley for a third to the Texans.
1: A lot yeah, of this picks. is this is a weird one. It's you know, I mean this is a former first round pick. Uh Gruden's quote is we wanted to get younger at cornerback and Conley's a second year player, he's like twenty four, so it's not like a he's not a he's not an aging veteran, he's on a cheap contract. Yeah. And for a third round pick, I would think they're uh, you know how you know how do you not call the Eagles and try to get like a three and something? How do you not call? I'm trying to think the Ravens maybe they're kind of having some cornerback injury depth. Call them. Call. Uh, I mean the Texans I mean, secondary
0: you know, is not that it's not that like good, but it's, it's they're right, not. But her- it's they're the, not hurting. It
1: feels like there are teams that could outbid the Texans easily yeah. considering the Texans complete and utter lack of draft capital
0: right now. Yeah, the the Eagles are definitely hurting at the position, so I think they would have been a little bit more desperate. I know, weren't they trying to trade for – no, I know Kansas City was trying to trade for Ramsey at first. Uh, but yeah, the Kansas City was
1: – the Eagles were. The Eagles the Eagles way low ball the Jaguars. Well, I, I don't they're, think they can
0: afford to give them too much because they're also not – they don't expect too much out of this season, and I don't think they were trying to give it up. Who, the Eagles? So, yeah.
1: No, I disagree. I think the Eagles still think that they, they're contending for a wild-card spot. They're still in the – they're a game off of the division. They're not out of the division at all because you can not still – Not at all. They're I think the, so they're not the Giants of, are not, still in the
0: division at that yeah. point.
1: But it's so. the they're not out of anything. So I disagree. I think Ramsey was very much a try to right the ship, and because if because Ramsey can effectively Ramsey effectively locks down half the field, so you now have you can now focus your attention a little bit more on on the other half of the field and just let Ramsey shut down his his guy his side and not worry as much. And I think that's big, especially for. The Eagles, because all right, the team you need to beat is the Cowboys in your division, and you get Ramsey on Amari Cooper, and suddenly you're playing, you know, yeah. you can offense, you can play much better because you, they no longer have their best weapon.
0: That's fair. I mean, I mean yeah, I was just going out Yeah, I don't, the Cowboys, yeah, I don't think it's Cowboys for
1: example. Yeah, but but I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think that the Eagles were low balling because they don't, they think they're out of it. I think
0: do they still have the capital or trade capital?
1: I think they were more hedging on the fact that they believed that the Jaguars were more desperate to sell him than they were. That's and, I mean, weird. I think it's – yeah, and I think the Ram, I think the Rams GM is trying to save his job. And so he kind of was like, all right, I need to make a big splash. And, you know, okay, let me go get Jalen Ramsey. You know, these picks are already going to be late. I'm probably not going to get to use them anyways. Let me try and, you know, get another superstar player onto this roster to try and – because he kind of has a big penchant for superstar yeah. players. You know, you saw him sign and uh, Sue last year. He's got Aaron Donald. He's got uh, – he brought in Eric Well this year. You've got Todd Gurley. you got Brandon Cooks. Like, they're kind of in – you know, superstars seem to be a big thing for the Rams. So, adding another one seemed – you know, is something they did. And they, you know, they paid for a – you know, you're not going to find a Jalen Ramsey this year or next year. Pro- I mean, probably. There's some absolute – I don't think you're finding a Ramsey anytime soon.
0: Yeah, I think Rams made a good move, but I think the Eagles have definitely under, under, underestimated because between the Jaguars GM and uh, I guess Tom Coughlin, who's like I think vice president of operations over there, they were not going to sell him low. They knew what they had, so I think they should have. If they really wanted him, should have a little bit, definitely a higher offer for him than just uh, what did they offer? Like one first round or?
1: Just... Um. Yeah, the Eagles offered a first and a second, and they wanted Ramsey and a like third back or something. Yeah. So that was not happening. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they were very low balled them. I believe the Chiefs offered just two offered their two firsts, or I think either that or the Chiefs offered like a first and a second or something. Like the Chiefs offered, I believe some, you know, the Chiefs offered something closer to value, but the Jaguars were like, "You're going to be picking thirty one, you know, somewhere between twenty nine and thirty two, so we're going to pass." And then the Rams came in and. I mean, I don't think the Rams make the playoffs this year. So, I mean, the Jaguars could have two picks in the top – you know, two picks in the teens this year Mm -hmm. easily. So, I think that was a deal that they were very happy to jump on.
0: All right. You want to take the next trade?
1: Uh, Yeah. uh, Quandre Diggs has been a – the Lions' safety was sent to the Seahawks for a fifth, and they also sent a seventh along with Quandre Diggs. Uh, I think Diggs is actually a pretty good – he's a pretty good safety. He's not – I don't think he's, you know, a top 10 safety or anybody. he's a good starting safety. He's a good, you know, he's a good player, but this, you know, this is way, you know, this is a very low kind of pick range. I'm kind of surprised, but I mean, I think it's a good get for Seattle. I'm not, I'm wondering if this is kind of the Lions accepting that they're, you know, maybe the Lions seeing the writing on the wall and saying, all right, we're not making the playoffs, you know, we're the fourth or something best team here. Maybe we, you know, try and ship off a veteran and, Get some draft capital and then play a young guy or something. It would be nice. I can't really figure out why you would trade him for so little.
0: Yeah, he's been on the lines for quite some times. Uh, I think him yeah. and uh, also Darius Slay. But Slay's probably one of the better quarterbacks. Slay's believe, younger. So. Yeah, Slay's really good. Uh, want we'll to continue? Or uh,
1: yeah, I want. Well, I was. Look, I was gonna look up how old Quandre Davidson, So I didn't think he was uh, that old.
0: I don't know how old he is.
1: Uh, uh I mean no, he's 26. He's, he's young.
0: That's pretty He's weird. young. This
1: is really weird. Yeah, I mean he's been, you know, he's been pretty solid. Like he's been a reasonably solid, you know, safety for them. And they traded him for, you know, nothing. They trade him for basically a round value round above. He was a 6th round pick back in 2015. he was, was a corner and they moved him over to safety and now I I mean, I thought he was, fun. you know, I thought he was, you know, a capable, a fine safety. He was good enough. I don't think he was like you know. I don't think he's a liability. Nah, I don't know. I yeah. Is, I never watched. This is like, now the lions really. Like, yeah, I, I don't watch the lions that much, but I do know some people who do, and they really like him. And they thought he was you know. they think he's a great safety. I mean, maybe I, it's you know.
0: Maybe yeah, it's or deep.
1: But
0: yeah, I don't see them getting beat deep a lot uh, unless he's like supposed to be a strong or like box safety um, and stop the that run. That I'm but. not sure on. So I I feel like the lions can stop I don't the think run the better. Seattle.
1: Yeah, but I think I mean, that's a front four. Defensive issue. line's good. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's very much. I think that's much more of a front four. <laughs> but I mean, if he was a corner movie, you don't usually move those guys to strong. I think that he'd be more of a moves back and he's a a uh, free safety and plays more back deep a little bit would be my guess. But either way, it you have a young player who was you know suddenly moved and somebody who I thought was actually pretty solid, but it's odd. It's it's definitely an odd trade, and I'm curious to see how that works out for them.
0: Yeah, and then uh, we have Vic Be- Beasley on the trading block. Uh, he's a former first round pick. He's been on the Falcons for quite a little bit, uh, and we'll see. He's been like basically a staple of that defense for a little bit. Other than uh, who else is on that defense? Uh, Freeman? No. Uh,
1: f- no Freeman. No. Uh, the other big guy, the other guy, the other guys who are still really on that defense are Desmond Trufant, yeah, and Grady Jarrett.
0: So, uh, um, he's been, like – Beasley's and, had, like, uh, one really good season. Adrian Claymore, is that it? There's like, oh, yeah. Like, a,
1: still, yeah, there
0: it is. Is he still on that team? I, I thought – I believe
1: was, so, yeah. Okay.
0: I don't know. Just Beasley's – I think he's only really had one good season. He's been average yeah, the rest yeah, the, of the time. Yeah, that one
1: 2015, 2015 – when they went to the Super Bowl, you just had an absolute
0: – But now he's – I mean, he's on the trading block, so we'll see if he goes before the trade deadline – Do you think they'll waive him or release him if you don't trade him?
1: No, uh, I don't think so, just because you're better off holding on to him because if he's in the last last of his deal. So if he walks and gets signed somewhere else, that puts you up eligible for a comp pick. So I don't really see a reason to cut it. You know, there's not really a reason to waive him when you can get a comp pick back from him if he's not traded.
0: That's fair. Uh, And then we have... Uh, Miami shopping Kenyon Drake. Uh, I really yeah, don't.
1: No, no one's bit yet. This no, is just, a... this is kind of like a hey, you know, fan. You I, know, fan I, it's I more mean. like a shot, like it's something to fantasy owners to keep in mind, you know, eyeing the Miami backfield and eyeing that Drake, could go, especially with Carry uh, on Johnson going to IR, which next is nice to know this, but Carry on Johnson going to IR, if the, you know, if the Lions kind of want to patchwork their offensive you know, their, Running back room for a little bit, sending a late round pick to get you know to get Drake for a year as a partial rental would be something you could see. Yeah, but
0: there's also Ajayi. He hasn't been signed yet. I feel like that would be a better pickup, even though he's coming off like a, an injury. Oh, absolutely. That, oh yeah,
1: would be a much better pick. And I'm still I'm still surprised nobody signed him because I mean, what is it the.
0: But I guess we the Drake oh, Cardinals. The Cardinals
1: just signed uh, Alfred Morris, actually. That's the, that's the thing we're miss- that we're missing. But Cardinals were looking at running backs to bring in with David Johnson, uh, apparently having an uncle issue to back up Chase Edmonds. the the ultimate was Alfred Morris over J.H.I. So I guess yeah. clearly teams are more worried about, clearly teams know something about J.H.I. than we don't. Well, they don't, they don't want to pay him the big money. Like, I think Kenyon Drake would I definitely don't be have to cheap. pay him big money. Well, yeah, well, Kenyon Drake's already on contract, so he plays out yeah. the year. Yeah, I would think if you get Jay Ajayi on a one-year rental, and if he balls out, he extends a contract with you or with someone else.
0: Well, his proven deal would still probably be around eleven and a half, I would assume. Yeah.
1: So I mean, really I, I don't you know think that's high.
0: I think that's. I mean, I, the going rate for like a really good running back, I think, is thirty.
1: Yeah, but you're not you're not getting you're not getting a really good running back at that point. He's if he's on the but
0: he's still a veteran, so
1: I don't think so. I think he I don't think he signs for that much. I think he signs for less.
0: Well, if he wants to get back in the league, he's gonna have to. But yeah, uh, sorry. I'm trying to see if there's a tracker on it real quick.
1: Yeah, I tried looking for that kind of thing, but all I could find was something from two days ago about him being working out a, uh the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I just think – I mean, he'll – I don't think he's trying to, like, sign for anything less than 10. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. It's like, it's the, the injuries are starting to pile up, so teams will probably be willing to pay soon enough. Um, then we got uh, Gordon uh, from the Patriots. He was just placed on IR today. Uh, which is another reason why Snoo was traded for. Gordon's uh, been having a little trouble, and then they finally put him on IR today. So uh, if you're in fantasy, which will be Josh, Josh Gordon. Josh, Josh Gordon. Uh, um, Patriots are not having any any uh, luck with the wide receivers like the Giants have. Like they're all getting injured or in some problems. So I think if you uh, – I mean, we'll get to fantasy later, but definitely start looking at the Patriots' wide receivers because they throw the ball a heck of a lot, and I'm sure half of those yeah. back up I know, I'm like, all right,
1: maybe what, Philip Dorsey Oh, I picked him up today. Uh,
0: uh,
1: yeah. Kobe Myers or something, someone so, like that.
0: And Sanu's will available, I think, in most leagues, too.
1: I was looking for but he was, He was. Uh, I guess, still, he was already on somebody's team when I wasn't looking. Okay. All
0: right. Um, I think we'll see.
1: Actually, right, so yeah, I guess we'll roll into our kind of uh, mid-season kind of uh, looking at the divisions and updating kind of who we think is going to win, uh, Super Bowl updates on, who you know, kind of who we think is going to get there or win, that kind of thing. And then we'll kind of go through Hyros, but he's kind of stuck with his preseason predictions. Well, so he's got some. Oh, well, we can just, just
0: Because it's mostly this, like, most of us are just saying, I think he would <laughs> change this anyway. Yeah. Because uh, I think we yeah, only, just, yeah, we'll just, we only we'll go with ours on and, the NFC North.
1: No, north and the west, and you changed your north. You for- and you
0: changed your no, NFC north. No, the right NFC north- west is the same as mine.
1: You took your You changed the NFC north and the. You changed both norths and you changed the west. I changed. I know, I just, I'm just
0: saying it's the, the same north as, and the west. No, instead just the north. Okay, whatever. Let's, let's go.
1: Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah I get, never mind. I get what you're saying.
0: So we'll start with the AFC East. Uh, which is the Patriots, as always. Uh, Drew, I think you have them going further than I did.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, I've got them making the Super Bowl. Which, I mean, I can't – you're going to have to fix yours because you've got two AFC teams making the Super Bowl. No, that's
0: the conference.
1: Oh, never mind. Those are are the conference That's what I did. I need to fix that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have the Patriots making it to the Super Bowl. I mean, Mohammed Sanu helped them. I think they'll eventually get Josh Gordon back. They'll get uh, Nikhil Harry. Their defense – you know, their defense or offensive line, they're they're good. Their defense is better than it's been in years past and they've been win- and they won the last Super Bowl but on the back of their defense. So I don't see a reason for them to suddenly not be in the Super Bowl again this well,
0: year. I think they're playing really well. Uh, the only reason I have them winning the division and uh I, just, I guess I don't. I guess I don't have to go into the conference game, but I think it's just they would play the Chiefs. But you don't. yeah, I, well, they would play like the way it works out. Would they?
1: Well, they're going to get the one seed, so I would not think they would play the. They wouldn't put the Chiefs beforehand unless something goes wrong with the. Chiefs. Yeah, I just
0: don't think they're making it to this super rule because I think that the that wide receiver uh, aspect is going to start hurting them later in the season, especially in the playoffs. Uh, being like either young or just not having your talents, it's definitely going to hurt. More so uh, later in the year, and I think the Chiefs are going to finally get healthy towards the end of the season, uh, and then just start balling out again. I I know they've been in a slug, uh, like a sluggish fast down recently, but I feel like when Mahomes finally heals up with his ankle, uh, Tariq Hill is finally back and he started looking good right away. I think they're definitely going to start balling out real quick. Uh, so I I have the Chiefs uh which is our next pick of the AFC West, winning the division and then going to the conference championship and then the Super Bowl. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't actually – I mean, it depends on I think how long it takes for uh, Mahomes to get, come back and be healthy because, you know, they if they drop a game – if they drop the three games while well, he's gone, I think it could cost them the – I think it could cost them a two-seed. And so now you're playing wild card. Now you're, you know, you're playing an extra game. You're not necessarily getting a home field game, getting multiple home field games. And I think that could ultimately cost them in the playoffs. So I'm not ready to say, you know, I'm not ready at this point to say, okay, you know, they're going to win the next couple, they're going to win two out of the next three and they get him back and they keep rolling. But I still, you know, I changed my pick. I had the Chargers, but the Chargers got decimated by injuries this year. And so the Chiefs are not already on my pick to win that division. And I think they still win the division, but I don't think that they can beat uh, some of the other teams that have pretty strong defenses that have offenses, especially because the other two teams that are in, that we think are going to win the that are going to be winning of the two divisions here are both teams that they have played and lost to recently or lost to, or almost lost to with the, my other two picks were the Ravens and Texans. And both of those teams have strong defenses and, their offenses have both been playing well enough to beat up on the Chiefs poor defense. So I, I don't actually think the Chiefs make the conference title game. That's fair. Uh
0: I have the Ravens in Texas as well. Actually the Texans going to the to the conference title game uh within losing uh currently to the Chiefs. But I Texans have been my dark horse. I still uh I would like a little bit more consistency out of them. I, they didn't win last week. Uh I think they have to figure out how to stay more consistent, obviously. Like they started hot, even though they lost to the Saints, but that was a really good. That's probably one of the better games of the season so far. To, the initial Tex Texans Saints game, and then when Deshaun Watson's hot, he looked like the team's absolutely amazing. Uh, but when like they don't, they I mean, awful. basically whenever
1: they can not get him yeah. sacked eighteen times a game, they're they're yeah. unstoppable. As long you, as long as you get him, their offensive line a, is. He just needs target. three seconds. You doesn't even need a lot of time. I mean, the Will Fuller being out with a hamstring injury, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I mean, we've heard this a thousand times before. I think Kenny still steps into that I, role and is perfect. Yeah, fine I think in that's it, fine. And they, they, don't miss don't beat. they
0: still have Cutie as well. I think
1: it's something that's not being QD's
0: considered.
1: Well. They do. Cutie will continue to be on the red. Uh, I mean, their tight ends are meh. Uh, the running backs are. Also, kind of, met, you know, there's not they're, a lot of. Like, will get the. I'm wondering, yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to continue to mortgage some players and try to go after maybe some more. I, I'm not really sure because I don't know who you could go after right now that would help, you know, help boost your roster. I mean, Hyde's
0: not a big like a uh, play, like like going to get a lot of yards player, but he will get you to three or four yards you need for that first down, like, and that's all they really need. He's he's a chain yeah. mover because. Like if they want to move the, I mean,
1: I would really like, yeah.
0: If they want to move the ball down the field, they'll they'll pass the ball. Uh, like if they're they're stuck in a second and like uh four situation, or like just first first and ten, like they'll get those first initial four or five yards and this be open. They want to be able to open up the playbook with Deshaun Watson. They can't be like uh, and I think that's what they mostly use Hyde for. And then they get stuck on third down, then they go to Johnson for a short pass, but. Uh, mostly, uh, they only use any running backs to, just to open up the playbook. Nothing more for big plays. Other than, I think they're just first down getters.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of their. That's what Hopkins is. He's just really good at it.
0: No, I mean they they move the ball down the field with Hopkins.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the, uh, yeah. They move the, they move the ball down the field well, and then it's when you get kind of the red zone where they where their problems are going to manifest a little bit more because they no longer have either the deep shot ability or because the space is tightened, it's easier to defend. But, I mean, they're, they're a good team. They're, they're a reason I picked you know, I picked them in the preseason to go to the playoffs with uh, Tunsil, and he's definitely helping their offensive line out. They're all gelling together a bit more. And so I think, you know, they're definitely playing better. It'll be interesting to see if Gary and Conley does help that secondary out or not. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's really the thing is it's the can their secondary help slow teams down a little bit and can their offensive line give Watson any kind of protection. I mean, I think against <coughs> against the Ravens, against the Patriots, against even the Bill, you know, the Colts in their own division. You know, look at their look at the Texans' own division, and their are te- you know, the weakest defensive line in their own division is the Colts, and the Colts just beat them.
0: That's right.
1: And I mean, it's you know, it's only going to get worse when you have to play the Jaguars, whose you know, defensive front has gotten better with uh, Josh Allen kind of getting his feet wet more as a rookie, the Titans defensive line is still playing really well. Uh, I mean, that's kind of the point is I think they can still survive it, but you know, they need to, it's something that they definitely need to worry, worrying about and looking to acquire. I think they need to start go full in on this idea of trading draft picks for players and just build and, you know, adding players around your team right now and going through your window. And I think they really need to be going after, you know, uh, look at, I think that, you know, the, the Falcons, I think, you know, are sitting at one and six and they're just kind of out of the entire, they're out of the playoffs. They're looking for a top pick and they're going to be selling assets. Go to the Falcons and try to get uh Desmond Trufant or um, on the offense. I mean, I don't really have an, you're not going to get an offensive lineman from them, but I mean, that kind of idea is like, all right, go see if you can trade, you know, trade picks for underwhelming talent or underperforming talent who's expensive and they, Falcons are in salary cap hell. They need to get rid of players. So go after them. Get more talent right now, and just completely more. You're mortgaging your future to win a Super Bowl now, and I think it's a questionable strategy. But you've already committed to it, so really go into it. You know, they really need to kind of lean into the into the idea if you're going to do this. Lean into the turn. Yeah,
0: if they, I mean, if they lose two more games, uh, I think they'll start doing stuff like that. I, I think they're still committed well, I mean, right
1: now. If the Falcons lose, oh, the, the, Texans. oh you're talking about the, the
0: Texans. Are you talking about the Falcons? Sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Texans. Yeah. There, I think they need to be. I'm saying, I think they really need to be in acquiring more talent, right? Yeah. Now. Being active at the on the trade deadline here and going after expensive veterans who are going to be who teams are going to try and shop because they have quite a bit of cash space right now. So I think you try and take advantage of that if you're not going to use that cash space to re-sign a bunch of your players soon. Yeah, that's fair. So I think most of this roster is kind of aging already.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess we're gonna move on to the NFC East now, which is always it's just. It's just a mess. Uh, like the Cowboys are four and three, and they're ahead of. The, I think they're ahead of the division now, uh, with the win over the Eagles. Uh, I have the Cowboys. You also have the Cowboys winning the division.
1: No, I had the Eagles beforehand. Well, before I know you have the Cowboys After, now.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I I've made I've kind of shifted with all the injuries the Eagles are taking to leaning towards the Cowboys wrapping up that yeah, division. You, you had the Eagles one overall. the game
0: lead. It was pretty bad.
1: No, I had them lose. No, I'm losing to the Chargers, I believe. No. I'm losing the charge in the Super Bowl. I know, but you thought you yeah, right. Oh, on. yeah, my power rankings, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then they lost half their roster. <laughs> what was I supposed to – I mean, come on. I can't, I can't predict half the roster going to injury. I think they lost them against the I Falcons.
0: Mean, like, all those players were, like, entered in the Falcons game.
1: I think so. I mean, I've been kind of paying half attention, and they've lost four defensive tackles. Yeah. How do you lose four defensive tackles? I mean, you've lost four defensive tackles. You lost two of your three starting wide receivers at one point. You're on your second offense, you know, your back offensive tackle is already playing. Your secondary is not, is your secondary was already not great. And you've had a bunch of injuries there. It's, you know, their linebacking core is decimated. I mean, yeah, they've, they just got, you know, they got killed by injuries this year. It's going to, you know, I can't predict it. It's going to happen. I, I'd have, re- I going into the season, still, you know, knowing what I knew then, not knowing about these injuries, I I wouldn't change my opinion, but I obviously change it now with the evidence. Of injuries and availability. Yeah, I think the
0: Cowboys are another team that are, are just not consistent. Uh, they went 3-0 and then they just lost three straight. You can't have that in a team. Uh, that's why I don't have them going anywhere further than just winning the division just because the NFC East is uh, just a mess in general. That's the only reason they're going to win. But I mean, Dak played good for his first two games and uh, if I was Jerry Jones right now, I'd be happy that I mean, I'm not happy that we're that we're losing games, but also like he's he's not, that Dak's not doing too well anymore because now he doesn't have the. Like he's not being like people are like not talking on the news like oh he's got to pay him like a bunch of money now, uh that conversation.
1: They really need to. I mean, he's playing. He's, he's playing, playing really... well. But Dak's like, playing like, well.
0: At least the media has like calmed down on that since they their losing streak. Uh,
1: I, I mean, yeah, they're on a losing streak, but I don't think. I mean, Dak's still kind of leading the NFL in a lot of different stats. Uh, like you know, he's he's kind of he's having a career year and he's and he's leading the league in a lot of different. A lot of different stats, like a lot of different QB-based stats. So I think it's kind of, I think the cow, you know, Dak bet on himself and he's winning right now. And I think the Cowboys need yeah, to I lock think him still up ahead or, in the game. All right, what happens if they go to the if they go to the play? All right, so we're thinking they're going to make the playoffs here, winning the division. All right, what if they draw? You know, the Seahawks or the Packers or what? You know, we think you know some of the other. You know, one of those other, they draw the wild card team at their home, they win that game, and what if they what if they win two playoff games? You know how you know you're going to have to pay Dak a massive amount of money already. If he goes to the playoffs and plays well, and you know, and wins a game or two there, you have a real yeah. problem. Like you're you're talking forty million or something well, for him it's soon. Be, if you mean, don't, it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be the biggest
0: in to... NFL history. Almost. it's always gonna, It's always that.
1: Yeah, but right now the number is thirty-two. If you you go after them and you say, hey, you know, you're playing really well, thirty-five. You know, you have the cap space going and saying, all right, how about thirty-five? And then, you know, because that puts, that puts, that resets the market, that puts them higher. It'll get you well under what Mahomes is going to charge. It's going to get you under whatever, you know, the guy after Dak, which is what you're trying to do. You're trying to get him, you can, you're resetting the market. Maybe you'd say, Hey, we'll give you, you know, the 30 or whatever that everyone else is sitting at 30, 32, but more guaranteed or something, you know, maybe you can get him to lower the overall cap number for a larger number of guaranteed. And I think you kind of want to do it before the new CBA comes out because who knows what's going to happen. I don't
0: know. I mean, the CBA won't affect the cap space uh, terribly about. I mean, yeah, but isn't it part of what they – It might might change the revenue share, so it might increase the salary cap, so then you can afford to pay people more, uh, which would be kind of beneficial for the players, but also for, like, spending-wise on the salary cap. Uh, Right now the Cowboys, for the 2019 season, they have – 24.2 million dollars left to spend. Uh, They haven't been spending too much money in free agency, really.
1: Well, yeah, but they have a lot of they've got a lot of cap space for next year as well. And That's kind of the big thing is that they have a lot of free agents they need to sign. So, I think Amari still needs a deal. They got to get Dak. Uh, They got Jalen Smith, and they got. um, Zeke, but they also got to get uh, Byron Jones. Like they've got players they got to resign, and I think they need to start. I think they need to kind of be. I'm sure they're maybe they're waiting for the bye week, and that's when they're going to start. They're going to do a bunch of those, but I think it's something that needs to be sitting in the back of their mind.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to look at like their next couple of years and how much money they can afford to really give, but I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> uh, in regards to calculating that. I'll take a look at it this week. See you. Uh that will be something we can. I think that will be something we can talk about in the off season. Or uh, do you think they'll sign him before?
1: Yeah, that's something. Yeah, we'll you be. Think they before
0: the season. I, I don't think they'll sign until after the uh, season. Now,
1: maybe it's the maybe at the bye week. That's the only time. I yeah, that's
0: the only time uh, see it. Just because it didn't happen yet, I, I think the bye week would be a good time. But if not, I don't think negotiations will pick up during the rest of the season. Uh, the NFC West. Uh, we. Uh, I mean, I, do we always had the Forty ers I don't know if I switched. I might switch mine to the Forty Niners. Oh, we did. No, we, did. we had the Rams. the Rams. We all
1: had the Rams. All right, so we we switched. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we switched to the Forty Niners. Yeah.
1: yeah. Which I mean, I'm not entirely sold that they're gonna win it over, say, the Seahawks. But I'm. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna lean an edge yeah. toward the Forty Niners. I mean,
0: I really can't put a finger on what they're doing that's, like, better than everybody else other than they're winning football games.
1: Oh, it's real simple. Their defensive line is an absolute terror. I mean, Nick – no, Nick – I mean, well, Nick Bost is playing at Khalil Mack right now. He's, like, putting – like, when – like, that early – early last year Khalil Mack where, like, every game he had a a sack, forced fumble, (laughs) return for a touchdown. Yeah, he's basically doing that without the touchdowns. He's absolutely destroying them, like, destroying teams off that side. And so teams are now focusing their attention there. So the force is destroying them, is kind of destroying from the inside with Solomon Thomas, who's kind of playing well again, and then D. Ford. Their defensive line there is you. playing lights out, and so it's allowing their linebackers to play well, and it's it's covering up for a, a below average, you know, a mediocre secondary. They have Sherman, but Sherman's old. He's kind of washed. At this he's kind of washed. He's, he's still, he's still playing he's all right, in. but he was, he's yeah, not what he, he, he's not what he was. Well, he's holding his own because yeah. the quarterback's have zero time to throw. He's not getting beat so down the field. Teams can't get down field beat
0: well, up on him. He didn't him. have a, too much of a good season yeah. the last, I think, two years. But this season he looks good, but it's because he's getting a lot of help.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's getting help. And that's – I mean, that's, that's that's really what it is, is that defensive line's playing really well and it's getting help. Uh, their offense is a little – they don't – you know, they're getting Emmanuel Sanders is going to help kind of boost that offense. They need somebody to help step up because they have – Sanders, they have Kittle, and it doesn't matter who their running back is because of the way Kyle Shanahan runs their scheme up, but they need, you yeah, know, they need a is, third option. They need, I, you know, they need Dante Pettis or Debo Samuel. Pretty much just an uh, average. God, what is it? Goodwin? Godwin, yeah. Godwin to think, step up. I think, just,
0: uh, I, think I don't yeah. know, it's a good one. Godwin's on the Bucks. So I think it's a good one. Uh,
1: yeah. And then I, I mean, it's yeah.
0: just pretty much an average offense that's just gained more opportunities because of the defense, so. I mean that is definitely how you win games. is give your offense more opportunities to go out there and score points, and they're good enough to move the ball. They're not like uh, the Bears that just stall out every. Like they have a great defense, but the offense just stalls out every possession. So uh, that's I feel like that's the only thing. It's not like that's nothing really special. It's just like playing good team football.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's scheme. They're pl- you know they're. Offense, you know, their offense is schemed. You know, Kyle is a great, schema, you know, great scheme up on plays, doing really well, and it's kind of – it's keeping their offense pretty well and their defense is playing well. And de- I think their front four is covering up for the weaknesses and the rest of it. And it's – I don't, you know, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender team. I don't think they're – you know, they're not – they're a year away, I think, and they need more – they need more pieces yeah, kind of young. on their team. They don't have – they don't have the draft. Young. yeah. They're young, but yeah, they need to they're do. Like, it. They're like what we thought the
0: the Browns would be this year. Yeah. Uh, being, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I can definitely see that, and that it, that's very much I think uh,
0: afterwards the they're the I can see yeah, that, there's, yeah. It's just that a makes... super young team uh, that had like not like the Browns have more talent I think on their team, but they're just not playing as well as the 49
1: uh, I don't know. I think the 49ers I think they have like bigger star yeah they have big I think they have bigger yeah. superstar talent but I think the biggest thing is the 49ers offensive oh, line is it. good. 49ers have a good offensive line and the Browns I think that, offensive I think that trades uh
0: from for the Browns really hurt them. It
1: was such a mis- it was a bad idea. I mean a Giants the time, fan I
0: loved it. And it's I even worse. Now. <laughs> but like yeah. it hurt them severely. more so than I thought. Especially when they, they- Joe Thomas retired and then they trade one of their better uh guards yeah guards uh and then now what do they have like I don't even know who other linemen they have on on the browns now <coughs> i can yeah, I, can't, I can't name, it I can't they're name them they're not good them. and there's no more good ones uh or, or i mean yeah. i say there's no good good ones these guys are professional football players but like i can't there no big names that i know of uh still put still one of the best in the world <laughs> at the same time uh, moving on to the NFC North, uh, I have the Packers. This is where we differ. Uh, you have the Vikings, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, I I said preseason, I thought the Vikings were going to play much better. I thought a big part of it was going to be their improved offensive line and their ground game, and it's been the improved offensive line on the ground game just really, really stepping up. I mean, I think Dalvin leads the leads the league in rushing yards right now. Yes. They're. I mean, they're playing phenomenal on offense, and then when they're asked to throw the football. Their wide receiving course still good and when they kind of hit use Kirk Cousins off of the play action from him, it really is devastating teams, and I think they'll continue to do so. Uh I mean their biggest challenge still is their biggest challenger I think is the Packers in that division. But I think they almost mounted a comeback the last time they played, and I mean that's kind of what happens when you play at Green Bay.
0: Yeah. I had the Packers, uh I have the Packers in the AFC champ oh, the NFC championship game, sorry. Uh I just think Aaron Rodgers is playing one of his better seasons uh, and when he's playing on his best ability, he is unstoppable. He can single-handedly win games. Uh, Devontae Adams uh, is going to come back or I think he's coming back real soon or he's almost at full health now. Uh, And he's been winning games with uh, just third string wide receivers with uh, Lazard. I think that's how you pronounce his name. uh, And,
1: NBC, yeah, or MBS,
0: or MBC, MBS, and their defense is – I think Aaron Rodgers is super happy because he he's getting more opportunities to be on the field because he finally has a defense to back him up. I feel like the Packers are going to be tough to beat, uh, especially – I mean, they have a young coach, so I don't know how that will factor into it, but I think Aaron Rodgers can basically run that offense himself if he really needed to. Uh, I feel like he got his old other coach fired for that reason. <laughs> So we'll see how it goes. Yeah,
1: I, I, I mean, I'd still like to see them go. I I really would like to see them go and get the Emmanuel Sanders, get somebody else into this offense as a you know, and then you know, getting that next wide receiver. They'll, they'll sign. They'll sign Antonio but Brown late. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I I can't imagine a worse locker room <laughs> combo than Aaron Rodgers and Antonio Brown. Rodgers just won't
0: talk to me. Like just catch the ball. (laughs) Don't talk to me, just just catch the ball. Uh the NFC South. Uh this is Saints across the board. Um Yeah,
1: we said it before, we said it again. The only difference here I think is hey, their defense is really
0: good. I know. I, I I think they're the fastest defense in the league. Uh no one's gonna beat them. Uh, I don't think they're the best. I think they're like no one's beating them east to west uh, running wise. Like if you had to run the ball or throw the ball right at them. Uh, so I don't. I don't um, think you can really do any, any like oh, yes. roundabout plays or misdirection because they'll catch you. They'll catch you from behind. Uh, they they're, I don't know. They've just been playing lights out on defense for the most part. They get getting a couple turnovers per game and. I have them still at number one. Uh, I know we said we would do power rankings, but we just thought that would take way too much time going like, through all thirty-two teams each of us. So and then trying to do divisions yeah.
1: and trying to do recaps. So and it just doesn't fit. Yeah. System so anymore. it's more. It's yeah. It, it yeah it worked in
0: the beginning uh, when there wasn't good games to go over, but I I still have them as the number one offense. I think they only lost that one game because. Uh, the the offensive line had like got thrown for a loop when Drew Brees went out with an injury and then the holding penalties killed them in that game. Uh, But I don't see how they're not the best team in the league just because they lost one game. I think they can definitely, they've been winning Um, games without their, their main star quarterback.
1: I mean, I, I think new England might be a better team still just, I think that defense is so nasty right now, but I think, that's about that's the only challenger I think to their position as the top. I mean, right Belichick's
0: now. always been able to run a defense fairly well. I and mean, I think the Saints defense yeah. is just like I think they're just not maybe not as good I mean I think it's but definitely like, yeah. young. It's and not fast. yeah, it's not as good. Uh
1: I think it's a different. yeah, but I think New England is far and away one and the Saints are like ten ish. The Saints are sitting somewhere right around ten. Ten to twelve.
0: Of what? on in defense? Or...
1: Yeah, but like if looking at it, yeah, if you're looking at defense, I'd say they're probably are they are fringe top ten defense, and the Patriots are a clear number one. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the difference between them. And so I mean, I think both offenses are playing pretty well, even though I think outside of really, you know, one or two playmakers are really well, the, much. the difference. Is like I think the the Saints, like if they were if we were
0: playing them head to head, I feel like the Saints has a good enough defense to stop the Patriots and give the offense. Opportunities to win the games. Obviously, I think the Saints have more talent on offense with Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas uh, than the. I know they the Patriots have.
1: I mean, all right, Josh Gordon on and IR. Yeah, but he's going to
0: be back mean, soon. He's been Playing on the Falcons, we'll see how actually good he is on the Saints. Dorsett's been playing pretty well, uh, and obviously Edelman. He's okay. Edelman's been, always, you know, Edelman's, Edelman. Edelman's been
1: as good as ever. Uh, Sony Michelle's been good. You know, he's been a good runner. He's not yeah. Alan Kamara, but he's been plenty good for them. James White's been good. So, I don't know. I just, I mean, it's they don't. It's I. You know, there might be more decent talent on New. Maybe if there's more decent talent on New England, and there's higher over. You know, there's higher level at, uh with the Saints and their two guys.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think we'd all that, the whole matchup would come down between Michael Thomas and Gilmore, but we'll. we'll I mean, we'll see that.
1: I mean, I'll bet on Gilmore for that. To be honest, uh, I mean, I would. I mean, that depends
0: on that bet. It would depend on who would be quarterback. If uh, Teddy Bridgewater is still quarterbacking or Drew Brees is still quarterbacking, but I think Drew Brees would be quarterbacking by that time. So,
1: yeah, Drew Brees will be quarterbacking long before. So,
0: uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know. Who I
0: would take on that bet just yet. Uh, but I definitely think the Saints currently still number one in my, my opinion. I'm not going to change it just because. Of that one injury, injury. Yeah, in I mean, the they're my
1: new. Yeah, they're my new Super Bowl pick.
0: Same. Uh, AFC Wild Card. Uh, we both have the Bills uh, and the Colts. They've been playing.
1: I mean, yeah, the Bills. The Bills would be winning just about every other division, I think, it right. right now, with how well they've played. But they're stuck with the Patriots, so they're screwed. Yeah, so they're they're gonna. They're gonna play in the blood. Wild Card. And, you know, maybe maybe they get lucky and they draw the Texans or the Ravens, and they somehow sneak out a win but i don't think that's yeah. another it. young
0: team that i think i will just keep an eye on for the next couple seasons as the, i mean as the patriots are basically getting older uh i feel like the bills could potentially come to power in the afc uh was it uh, east yeah east
1: yeah now we'll go to the nfc or, or no we've gone through yeah, yeah. the nfc wild cards I mean, the Colts are the culture playing really well without Andrew Luck. Um, I think they're kind of in a dangerous point where they need to be really considering whether or not Jacoby Brissett is a legitimate franchise quarterback or if this team is just really yeah. talented around him and they have a good scheme and he's just kind of a mid-level starter. They're going to
0: they afford to because, take another yeah. year with Jacoby Brissett and figure it out. Uh, just like the...
1: Yeah, but I think it's the, all right, are you going, you know, your window closes if you, you know, your window could close soon. It's something that you, they need to start, you know, kind of in the back of their mind as they watch him. Because I, don't, I don't think he's, I think he's kind of like his ceiling is like that Andy Dalton level of like, you know, middle level. Like, all right, they're, you know, they can start a few years. Maybe get, maybe sneak into the playoffs one year with them. And, but I don't think you're going on a run with them. I don't think you're, I don't think there's, you know, they're not going to go into a Super Bowl unless you've got, 2017 Jaguars defense, 2018 Chicago Bears defense, 2019 Patriots defense. Like, you don't have the supporting cast around it. You need to have an elite level of supporting cast, and you're not going to get it with a guy who's going to be on a non-rookie contract.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they handle it. Like, right now they're not going to be picking high enough. If they keep playing as well, they're not going to be picking high enough to get a good QB. Uh, So, we'll see.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm wondering maybe you know. Well, I think it's more so they need to be looking at going after a uh, kind of a high upside guy like a uh, Jordan Love or something who kind of is that, has all the tools but kind of needs a year to sit in the system to learn in the NFL to really uh, refine and develop. Something I that's more of so who I think they should be looking at than going after that Tua or Trevor Lawrence that they want to look at 2021 or Justin Fields type in 2021.
0: So I think right now we got the NFC wild cards. Um... We both have Seattle, yep. Uh, and then we we obviously both switch the Vikings and the Packers, so like, <laughs> so those two teams yeah. as well.
1: I mean, <coughs> oh. yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson is Russell wasn't the MVP of the of the league right now. He's just playing. He's I mean, he's playing yeah, unbelievable. Definitely
0: up to that big contract that he's got. I I feel like uh yeah. When the Seattle defense has been holding it down just just as well as they they usually are.
1: It's been okay. It hasn't been – and it just hasn't – like Not good enough. enough. I think that they need. But like, I
0: mean, enough where, like
1: – I think, yeah, it's the – I don't think they're – they're not ready. They're not going to win. The important thing is they're not Super Bowl ready. I don't think unless Russell Wilson has another gear or their defense can really step up. But, all right, so next year they add some more talent. They add, you know, add some more players, add some more talent. This team's ready for another – you know, they're ready for another run. They can make another run. With they the can way use an,
0: uh, a top tier running back. I think Carson's been doing a decent job, but if they want to take it.
1: Carson's been fine. I don't think I don't think the running has the problem. I think I think you need a second edge rusher opposite to David Clowney. I think you need a second corner opposite. I think you really need what? I think Shaquille Griffin is a good number two corner. I think you need a number one corner to go next to him, and I think your safeties need improvement. But maybe all right, they just had a Quandre Diggs, so maybe he actually helped bumps their secondary up a little bit. And so maybe that maybe that's an extra push that, you know, makes them a championship game contender. Well, I just now. think if you have a, a little that, bit more threatening small.
0: of a running back or running back threat, you you take, you take keep the safety up, and then you can have the, you can keep, like somebody you to, D.K. Metcalf I don't think, a little bit over the top some more.
1: I mean, D.K. Metcalf and uh, Tyler Lockett are both already getting deep. I think they kind of need somebody to be able to attack the uh, intermediate and the check down. They need that kind of – like they need – I think almost you kind of like a Duke Johnson – where it's like, all right, um, you know, the deep shot's taken, you know, they've dropped back, and they're taking up the deep shot, dump it out of Duke Johnson. He makes the guy miss, and he kind of yeah. beats teams up on the uh, underneath, stuff like that.
0: But, yeah, that's our re-picks of the playoffs and uh, divisional contenders. So, we'll take a short break, uh, definitely drink some water. Uh, we have some sicknesses going around. So, yeah, clear the passages, uh, and then we'll hopefully get talking with less nasal uh, congestion on our way back. So, see you guys in a second. Good help. Welcome back. We're going to continue with the Week 7 recap, starting with the Vikings and the Lions. So, the Lions continue to be unlucky after their fast start. Uh, they played. They both both teams played pretty well. It was a pretty high scoring game for the most part. But uh, I mean, when you can only throw the ball to like one receiver on the Lions' part, definitely I think starts giving uh, the defense a head start to where they need a defense because <laughs> the only person that was really doing anything.
1: I mean, I don't think it He here. was
0: going off, Marvin Jones.
1: Absolutely, uh, he burnt uh, he burnt roads. Marvin Jones absolutely torched roads every. I mean, and and that's what he does. He, for whatever reason, he has yeah. Rhodes' number. Amendola played well too. I, Galdi, know, but I was I didn't. Did watch Galdi this Galdi game I was
0: because he only had two. Oh, I think he had like some kind of a small injury because he only uh, had two targets.
1: Uh, maybe that would that would definitely help explain. he go
0: to the week before, so I was trying to figure out what happened there. But it was uh, forty-two to thirty. Yeah. Both quarterbacks with four touchdowns. Uh, only one interception by. Matthew Stafford, but I mean, it was definitely a fun game to watch. Uh, I I watched uh, half of it, uh, at least the second half. So uh, I thought it was—I mean, I thought it was going to be closer than that in the way uh, both quarterbacks were playing. I thought it was going to come down to like you know last possession, but the Vikings defense did its job, and did Dalvin Cook just does what he Uh, does—twenty-five rushes for one hundred and forty-two yards and two touchdowns. So. I mean that's the difference is probably in the game is that those two scores were the two running scores by the Vikings were uh with carry on shots and uh the Lions could not run the ball at all. They had less than a hundred yards rushing on their day.
1: I mean they did lose yeah. carry on in this game, so that certainly hurt their running game. So
0: and I mean obviously the Vikings have the highest rusher in the season, the yeah. well, Vikings
1: have Dalvin Cook, absolute monster. <laughs> Love him,
0: but I mean, other than that, it was it was probably one of the better games to watch throughout throughout the week.
1: I mean, yeah, they long, Adam Thielen got beat up, and he kind of he left his game. I think he's nursing some. He's hamstring, out for this week. Yeah, he's out.
0: Okay. Uh, and then the Ravens. Yeah. The Ravens I mean, upset the Seahawks, him. which is a little surprising.
1: Yeah, I mean Lamar's Lamar's playing really well this is it's something I didn't expect and it was my biggest hesitance with you know kind of betting on the Ravens and picking the ravens was that I wasn't sold on Lamar Jackson, but I think he's played really well and I have kind of you know it's i've shifted my stance on him and i'm I think that he can make you know that he can keep up this kind of level of accuracy kind of keep up this level of ability and they can you know they can win games they can be a contending level yeah, team
0: i think the rate i'm
1: with him I think the and Ravens like did a
0: signature win, approved that they're actual contenders within uh the conference. And I think they kind of did that. I mean the, I, yeah, you know, they got yeah. I mean they, I mean it's a cross conference uh kind of I mean, is it yeah, the Ravens are AFC, right? Yeah, so it's yeah, it's a cross conference. They're the AFC have and AFC. A great team. And I definitely had them above from the Ravens prior yeah, to Yeah, these sport. are
1: two playoff yeah, these are two playoff bound teams going, you know, in a close game.
0: Which we've been kind of joking at. We joked last week that like Lamar shines against bad teams, but uh, I mean he still played really well against the Seahawks. Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to check the stats real quick. Yeah, he actually did not throw a touchdown though. Yeah, but, but he did run for 116 yards and on a touchdown. So yeah.
1: I mean, let me see. All right, so maybe this maybe this wasn't quite the you know the passing performance. No, he's
0: only he's only nine for twenty.
1: We're still kind of waiting for to see yeah Ooh. yeah never mind i I will I'll take it back a little bit and then watch it. You know, maybe it's more so I think the lack of the yeah i I didn't watch this game as closely as i full as i should have i'll admit no it is it's they very won, much, they won this game I, straight
0: off Justin Tucker three for three, yeah, oh, and their defense actually, so.
1: Oh, yeah, I believe they had, what, two uh, – eight picks, and six – I believe they had two picks and they so, – yeah. Uh, the Ravens defense does that. So the Ravens defense – I, mean, the, I mean, that's kind of the Raven, – the Ravens formula – yeah. Yeah, their formula is to run – is to run the ball and play defense. I mean, that's what they want to do. So,
0: I don't know. I don't think Lamar Jackson can get bailed out. But they still need a signature win. Uh, I mean, I think, I think Lamar Jackson needs to –
1: this is I their signature is. win, need but they need, offensive, they need a true like pass. Yeah, they need an offensive performance. But I, I, I mean, I'm not going to predict any yeah. of that to happen.
0: Uh, you want to take the next one? Yeah, uh, I mean,
1: Saints handled the bear. I mean, the Saints handling the Bears. It's a little surprising. I mean, they Teddy Bridgewater is going to get paid if he's not. If he's. If he's not like under contract next year, some team will either be trading a lot to the to the Saints to be getting him, or he will be walking in free agency and be getting a lot of money because he played absolutely, great. you know, he's played really well for them. Even against this defense, they played well, and I mean this this game is very much just emblematic of what the Bears are, and you know they can't, you know, they're they can't run an offense. They couldn't run the football. You can't pass the football with Mitch Trubisky. You're. You know, you Cordell Patterson scoring a touchdown was a big part. You know, it was a big part of your offensive ability, and that's just you're not going to. That, that just won't do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, actually, we with you saying that uh, Bridgewater get paid this this year. Um, in my like course, my online course, I just took. Uh, one of the kids like asked was like, whether or not the Saints will tag him, um, or franchise tag him, and I don't think they would franchise tag Bridgewater unless, um, uh, Drew Brees was going to retire. And then it would be pretty much a Jacoby Brissett situation, I think, rather than a franchise tag. Yeah. Um,
1: um, he's in a – is this right? What? He can't be right.
0: What's your question?
1: Okay. He's um, – he could be – he's got, like, two years listed on his contract. For two million dollars. Two more like because, like there's no base salary. It's just a it's just a They're, bonus. Oh okay. Two so years. the Saints
0: love doing that. They love adding they love adding voidable ears at the end of people players' contracts. They do it with Drew Brees. Are you talking about Drew Brees or or
1: No, I'm looking so, at yeah. Teddy Bridgewater right now. So like, he signed yeah, he signed a one year seven point two. So those are either Five million dollar contract, e- including six million signing bonus. They're either bonus option years paid.
0: or avoidable years, which would only account for the pro. It's only the prorated bonus, right on that.
1: I'm not sure. It just says the. It says he's got a two million dollar signing bonus in 2020 and 2021. Yeah, but his contract term is listed as a one year seven yeah, million. So that's either, a, and that he'll be a free agent in 2020.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's just yeah. That's either. it's probably just an option or avoidable year. Just to help prorate the uh, his signing bonus. So yeah,
1: 2020 and 2021 are avoidable years, leaving behind four million dead cap in 2020.
0: So he can, uh, so he's either gonna get, I think he's either gonna get re-signed for an extension if Drew Brees decides to retire, or he'll get, uh, he'll enter free agency and get picked up and go the way of Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, Nick Foles.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm kind of curious to see where he who's going who would sign him where he'd go.
0: Well, right now Tennessee Titans. It'd be would be a very great option for him. I mean, him. yeah. Uh there's been speculation that
1: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting though cuz he did like he he chose to like he turned down the the uh being the quarterback for the Dolphins and some other teams to be the backup in New Orleans. So maybe he sticks around if Drew Brees doesn't retire yeah. this year.
0: I mean, if the Saints win a Super Bowl As this year, the heir apparent, I think I think Drew Brees retired. Oh, I think
1: if the Saints win a Super Bowl, I think Drew Brees yeah, retired. Sure.
0: Yeah, uh, Even if they go to the conference, but I think
1: that if they don't, maybe he holds off. You know, maybe I don't know. Maybe he holds on another year. And I think I I think Teddy is okay being the kind of QB and waiting there mm-hmm. and playing in that offense and continue and just being there and he'll get a, You know, he'll get. It'll be kind of they'll go to Breeze, and if Breeze is going to stick around, it'll be hey, you know, we're going to knock money off of your contract and give Teddy a payday, so they can have both. Of them. <clears throat> I don't
0: see them. I don't see Drew Breeze doing that late in his career giving up money. Uh,
1: I don't know. Well, no, he did because he took and he he cheapened his deal this year. He's taken max value contracts, and in the last couple of years, he's gone for lower. He's like gone for lower numbers to get a better team around him.
0: Yeah, but this is like, this so is his last year. I think, I think, he, year does, I think he wants that ring. For sure. like,
1: I, I think he wants a ring. I think he would. It, it's I mean, he, he it's one of those like, like right, he does that and then and then he gets a consulting fee from the Saints when he re- after he retires for a bunch of money, mm-hmm. and that'll that'll be how that'll be how they square it, and it's what it's what the package is with Brett Favre. It, it's exactly what you'll see. That's
0: true. Uh, let's see. I, I mean, I I just don't think, but I also don't think Bridgewater would wait. If he enters free agency, he would definitely, if he says how well he played this year, I think he'll enter and get paid as well.
1: I, I mean, I guess it depends on like the teams he looks around and where he would go. Like, all right, does he, I mean, you've kind of seen the dysfunction in Tennessee. Do you want to go play for them? Do you want to go play? I mean, Tampa would be another one, but he doesn't really fit that offense. Um, I mean the Chargers, maybe. Maybe he looks at you know, maybe Philip Rivers retires after this year, and he looks at going to the Chargers. I mean
0: the Chargers invested so much money in fixing that line for uh, for Philip Rivers, and it'd be sad to see it go to waste. But uh, is he is only? he the only? Is the, the only one that hasn't won a Super Bowl ring from that that QB draft class?
1: I mean, of those three, of that big three in yeah. that class, yeah, and. It, it's just, he's, it's such bad luck because he should have, he should have, you know, a couple at this point. He's played well enough. He should have as
0: many as Eli has. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he should, okay, let's, let's be reasonable here. The Giants would have more if they didn't have freaking Eli as their quarterback and it was Rivers. Okay. We'll, well, we'll speculate.
0: <laughs> uh, let's move on, let's move on. Uh, The Colts uh, won a close game against the Texans. Um, the Colts defense is good enough putting pressure on Deshaun Watson and basically pull out that win. They uh, they sacked Watson three times in that game, and Jacoby Brissett was barely under pressure. So, I mean, that's that's how you going to beat the Texans, is basically just abusing their offensive line.
1: Pressure Deshaun yeah. Watson. So, well, I mean that, and they they did a pretty good job with kind of that uh, ground control game a little bit, running the ball,
0: which is something they've been, which is what they've been doing really well. Oh, I mean the Indianapolis Colts do run the ball fairly well. Yeah, the Colts because their yeah. offensive lines. I think
1: mean, the the big part of their success, well, I mean, is what they did against the Chiefs as well, was the clock control, <laughs> keep them off the, keep the offenses off, you know, those young quarterbacks off the field, and you know, limit possessions. I mean, it's kind of how you have to beat these explosive offenses. Is limit the number of possessions they get, so that way, if your defense makes a play and forces a three and out, forces a punt, you've kind of you know you're you're ma- you know you're causing ma- you're making massive swings by limiting every time they don't score on a possession, and you're making them think okay we have to score, and you're putting a lot more pressure on them, making more difficult. threw the them. ball all over the Texans this this
0: week, and once the Colts go up, they can eat clock just by getting three yeah. yards, three yards, three yards we they'll do that to you all day once they're up by like two scores. And then it's basically another team versus the clock at that point. So I mean I, I mean that's I mean that's pretty much old school football. Once they're up, uh just ground and pound until you can just stack the box and finally stop Clinton Nelson and the offensive line, which good luck with that.
1: Uh go ahead. All right, the next one, yeah. I mean, Cowboys kind of take control of the NFC East, getting a win against the Eagles, getting an important division win. It, I mean, it's, you know, it has a lot of ramifications. It doesn't close out, you know, it doesn't, it puts them in the driver's seat. That's kind of mm-hmm. how it is. They're now in the driver's seat for the division until the next matchup with the Eagles, really. Or if they start, if they lose a couple of games in the AFC and kind of backslide a little bit more and the Eagles kind of start winning 10. But that's it. I mean, the, you know, Eagles kind of seemed to shoot themselves in the foot quite a bit here. They played – I mean, they just played really poorly. And then, uh, I mean, there's not a lot to say beyond the Eagles just played god-awful in this game, and the Cowboys played well and beat them. Yeah.
0: Which is the same yeah,
1: uh, to say about the next
0: game. Uh, the only reason I mention is that the Chiefs still won handily after Mahomes went down with uh, the knee, dislocated knee.
1: I mean, they just, yeah, they just, they just blitzed Flacco and he had no answer. Yeah, the De- the Broncos had no answer Blitz. for that.
0: I mean, I was surprised that they ran a they ran a QB scene. I know Patrick Mahomes is a big guy. I
1: disagree. I don't see any, I don't see any issue with on fourth and inches running a QB I, I mean, I see
0: it's not surprising. It's, well, it's not, not weird. do not I don't weird. See a problem at all? Like scheme wise, it's not weird, but he literally has been having an ankle issue for two and a half weeks. So like. I wouldn't – I wouldn't risk his legs like that. Um, I mean, it's I don't, not much no, of a run, I
1: but I completely still, disagree.
0: I don't – You get piled on by –
1: He's falling forward. You're not – I don't see, like – I don't think, I don't see – Yeah, but we've never seen someone get injured on in a QB sneak before. And the ankle thing, he's – I mean, he's in a lot more danger every time he steps back to pass. What, all right, if he steps back to pass and he gets absolutely killed because they call a blitz and get him. That's going you know, mean, to I mean, be a should shoulder have, injury. You know, the same or worse injury.
0: I mean, that's not going to be – be, No,
1: because all right, what happens if a guy kind of gets lower? He, you're like, not supposed
0: to hit low. You you're, know, not, fall, you're, you're, you're not know. allowed to hit that low when QB's passing. So that would be obviously it.
1: It's still one of the – yeah, but it's one of those, all right, if he's getting hit, you can have – you can aggravate the ankle. It's There's simp, there's more that can go – there's just as much or more that can go wrong in a pass. We've seen a lot more you – know, you see quarterbacks get injured a lot more. On passing plays, you don't see them get injured on those little runs. Well, they're back. not leg injuries, so for I, most part. I disagree with this assessment.
0: They're mostly shoulder or elbow or hand injuries for like people trying to strip them on the back. And uh, I mean, if you want to go back and say the thighs with leg injury, I will concur with you. But <laughs> I we haven't seen a uh, a leg injury on well, that's like severe just, uh, in the in game.
1: I mean, Pat Mahomes' ankle is a leg injury. I
0: know, but was that because he was sacked, or was what was that on?
1: I don't know where the ankle injury I think it was from. when he was rolling out. But, I mean, all right, uh, Tom Brady has torn an ACL. Deshaun Watson has torn two ACLs. Mm-hmm. Phillip Rivers has torn an ACL. Those are all leg injuries. I'm just saying, I know I know. Mean, Carson Wentz tore an ACL. I just know
0: you're more likely to get a leg injury when you're running than, uh, like, some defensive end coming around I mean, the corner. When you're standing
1: in the pocket and somebody, like, comes in and hits you around the waist or something. I mean, it's the, all right, if a guy's tackling you and your leg gets tripped up behind him, like, it's, I've seen, you've seen it happen, like, it, Alex Smith broke his leg. Joe Namath broke a leg, didn't he?
0: No, I, thought, uh, I don't know about Namath and Theismann. Or Theismann, I, yeah, sorry. So, I mean, I'll take the Alex Smith, I guess, injury as well, but. That he I mean, was definitely in the pocket. Stepping back
1: to pass and letting guys take sh- – basically standing in the pocket and letting guys come at you I think is more, you know, dangerous to your health than a fall forward and get – you know, fall forward for a few inches. I know. It's
0: just like there's just six 300-pound six guys falling on your legs, which is exactly what
1: happened. Uh, it fell right on his feet. But, yeah, but how many times – all right, how many times have we seen a guy QB sneak without an issue? This is, this is a freak injury, not like – because of a QB sneak. Just give it to the
0: fullback. Just give it to the fullback. He'll get the yard. <sighs> mm. I mean, that's what I'm just saying. Just, there's uh, definitely uh, other ways about doing it. But
1: I digress. I, I think – I, I disagree. <laughs> it's very much if it happened on another play, you wouldn't say it. It's only because it's a QB sneak that this idea happens to be there. You wouldn't say he shouldn't step back and pass if he hurts his knee on that. But it's because you called the QB sneak. That's a very successful – short yardage play with a quarterback that you're like, you shouldn't be doing that. Uh,
0: Other than that, uh, I'll I'll digress from that. Uh, I just feel like Showtime Mahomes being what he's been doing, I wouldn't risk his health on that fourth down as much as they should have, even when they were definitely going to win that game.
1: I think it's hindsight talking. Yeah. And it's 100% hindsight talking.
0: But – Throughout – I mean, for week seven, I didn't really have any more takeaways. Like, everything else that happened in the in the league was kind of expected. Um, So, unless, did you have any more takeaways or recap?
1: Um, I mean, not really. It just – you know, there wasn't – we've kind of reached the point where we, you know, we know who's good, we know who's bad. And then you have a bunch of teams in the middle who are still sorting out who belongs in which category.
0: Yeah. So
1: there's, there's just not much.
0: Yeah, we can just move on to week eight, which – we also, I mean, we spent a lot of time in the first half of this podcast, uh, but there's also not a lot of good games happening in Week Eight. Um, we'll just start with uh, there, we have four games that keep an eye on, it. the Packers versus the Chiefs, which the game won't be as good as originally thought because Mahomes is going to be. I don't
1: think this is going to be a good game at all. I think the Packers roll. Yeah,
0: with with Mahomes being out for three weeks, I feel like the pack. This game is not what I originally listed it. Speed, and I think the Packers are going to end up winning this game. Uh, I don't think they're going to get rolled. I think, I think the win. I mean,
1: I don't think the Chiefs' defense is very good. I think, and I don't think, I think that their offense without Mahomes is going to do that much. I think the so win I by, think by twelve rolls. Like,
0: I bet I don't. I don't think they'll win by twenty. I mean, I was thinking like seventeen. So, Well, that's about right. Uh, we got forty niners versus the Panthers. Um.
1: Uh, this is an interesting one. I mean the Panthers have been playing really well with Kyle Allen. The 49ers are still undefeated and playing really good. These are two good teams playing. It kind of I think this is a good test of kind of Kyle Allen and seeing, all right, because I don't think the Panthers are gonna be able to run on the 49ers. So can Kyle Allen do enough for them to win? Yeah. So
0: I mean Oh. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know what Cam Newton's doing. I'm not sure if he's benched. They're using, He's using they're, the injury see, as a bench. He's not
1: benched. They're very much – they're just trying – no, he's not benched. They're seeing if they can get him healthy.
0: Okay.
1: He's not coming back till he's fully healthy.
0: I mean, that would be fair. Uh, don't take him out unless you need him or put him in unless you need him. But, I mean, I put this – Especially if you can still win games without him. I put the Saints versus the Cardinals.
1: Uh, Basically, the Cardinals – I mean, Drew Brees is coming back, seeing if he's healthy, seeing if he's good. Is he coming back this game? The Cardinals are a feisty team. Yeah. Your Brees is insisting I'm going to play this game. Oh, well, you should not do that. Well, 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 no, he's saying, you know, I targeted this point, and if I'm good enough to go, I'm going to play. Okay, well, that's an- – Not like I'm playing regardless of whether or not I have – you know, if he's still – you know, if he can't, you know, pick up a football and throw it accurately, he's not going to play. But yeah. he's saying, I, you know, I feel good, I'm ready, I'm going to play. Yeah, so that's
0: why we have that game. I also think the Cardinals are – they're on a win streak, so I want to see if they keep continue it, but they've also played Cincinnati, Atlanta, and New York Giants in the last three weeks, so that's why they're on a win streak. So, they're going into two hard games against New Orleans and then San Francisco. Uh, I, I doubt they'll win these games, but we'll see. We'll see if uh, Kyler Murray's been able to learn anything throughout the his last couple easy weeks to compete with the higher level or better teams at this moment. And then uh, we have... The, or last game is the Eagles versus the Bills, which
1: um, uh, I don't know. I mean, all right, the you know this is another team that the Bills continue on. They need to keep winning games to get a wild card spot, mm-hmm. and the Eagles kind of need to bounce back and kind of get a win here to keep on track and keep towards you know being in. You know, because you know you need to be you know if you're them, you need to be worrying about if you don't win the division, can you make a wild card? Yeah. So, losing to the Bills is, you know, lo- losing a game kind of does hurt you in that regard. This is basically so a a, game they need to win. an early
0: wild card race game, which is basically what we're saying. Kind of. I, I think it'd be pretty close. Game. Well, yeah, I
1: guess because, yeah, yeah, losing this game hurts both of them. Either whoever loses is going to hurt them.
0: But also, the so that's, yeah, that's true. Uh, this is also um, going on the So It would be like my, my bet for the week is I would take the Bills by as one and a half versus the Eagles. Uh, right now, I'm 5-2 and two to Texas loss last week, uh, so I dropped the game. But, uh, right, I think the Bills can end up winning this game by at least a field goal. So, I'll take the Bills minus one and a half to the Eagles.
1: Uh, and then I'm taking Tampa plus two and a half. I think their defense is playing really well, and I think that the Titans' de- uh, offense is not that great. I think their defense is only okay but I think that both of the Tampa's wide receivers are a lot better in the corners they'll be facing. So I think Tampa just – I think Tampa wins this game. I don't mm-hmm. – I think both – neither of these teams is very good and both. You know, quarterbacks will not be on their teams next year, but – Is it – like, uh,
0: Jarrett Bar- – It's not a
1: Winston Mariota. Jack you know. Barrett.
0: He's been playing Yeah, Jack Barrett's
1: been playing really well. But, no, more so it's going to be Vita Bay on the interior against that interior that Texans – or Titans offensive line – yeah. Their interior has not been playing particularly well.
0: If they stop Derrick Henry I think this game you easily you easily lock up that game with Tampa at that point spread if uh they get stopped Derrick Henry. Um and let will move on to fantasy and then, Oh uh, yeah, Brown. I
1: mean the I mean the the uh tech, the T- Tampa's defense Tampa's been the best run defense in the league. Yeah. They've absolutely shut down everybody on the run and so I mean Their defense – you know, their run game is going to be poor and their wide receivers aren't great, even if Tampa's secondary isn't that good.
0: I think we're just going to move on to fantasy uh, and just wrap up the the episode because it's been a long episode uh, with going over all the divisions and stuff. Um, Kayon Johnson's out, so obviously take Ty Johnson. He's the backup, and the Lions, if you need a running back, he'll – I think he's good for at least eight to ten points. Uh, I feel like he can yeah, definitely score more get more than that.
1: Yeah, until they get somebody else in needs something.
0: Uh, he's definitely a flex player. Um, Matt Moore, if you want to pick up uh QB, uh, but he's versus the Packers this week, so maybe not start. I don't
1: think he's the QB. No, the guy you want to look at this week is um, Mason Rudolph playing against Miami.
0: Yeah, that's a better option. Uh, if you have or, Bridgewater. I mean, yeah. If you have Bridgewater, maybe try to sell them, sell them high to a, a person that Before does, that somebody
1: would, figures out that Liberty is going to be back this yeah. week.
0: <laughs> I don't think you'll be able to do that, but you know, why not try it? Uh and then uh back up wide receivers for the Patriots, uh, as well as the Green Bay as if they're still available. Uh I I put in and they're they're good for like eight points. I mean I, don't know, I think the Patriots' wide receivers will be better because they throw the ball so much. Uh, I picked up Lazard in one of my leagues, and he ended up scoring, I think, uh, eight points uh, in a flex position, so at least it wasn't two points. I've had like uh, some receivers put up two points last week, and they're like starters. So At least you know the Packers or the Patriots who go to throw the ball, so even if they're third or second strings, they're still fine to pick up. Or they're probably available. Uh, with all the injuries, I'm sure some of you are looking for players out there. That, those are definitely viable options. Other than that, I really don't have any other I mean, fantasy, uh, you know, advice. How about you, Jerry?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, all right, if you're trying to stream a defense, maybe this week the Lions is attempting one against the Giants. I mean, uh, uh, the Seahawks defense, if it's sitting out there for some reason. Um, I mean, I can't. No, the Chargers is going to be a decent enough defense. I'm trying to think of like what your option, like defense, a defense that's sitting out there, that would be available. Maybe you go target the Packers defense against the Chiefs. Those kind of thing. If you're really, if you're desperate for defense, yeah, you're basically or, taking I a mean, chance. As, yeah, or maybe... the you know, go get the Steelers or maybe even the Dolphins defense or something against two teams that aren't going to be scoring very much. Yeah.
0: I mean, the Packers defense says that you're just gambling that they can't move the ball without Mahomes. But we'll see. I, I would definitely not want to gamble with that just because there's a lot of talent, even though without Mahomes on that offense. <coughs> but that that's pretty much what we have for you for today. Uh, we do have a new uh, logo, so check it out. It's, uh, one of our friends made it. Uh, Claudia, so we thank her for
1: that. us so, what so you think, unless it sucks.
0: Yeah, if you think it sucks, uh, then I will let her know, but I think it looks okay, or pretty good, so I thank her for that. Uh, and that's really all we have. Uh, check out the logo, comment on it, comment on our, or what we say, our advice, our, our opinions. I don't care. Just Even if you think they suck, go ahead and let us know. We'll take your advice. And then we will throw it out the window, because we don't care. <laughs> uh, uh, <Three> but, <laughs> <laughs> we just do this for fun and we're halfway decent at it <laughs> I think we're not doing a terrible job but you know biased opinion yep or,
1: I think we're pretty good I think we've been we've been pretty spot on with a lot of stuff we've said
0: yeah but,
1: our bets I mean, are you're, I mean you're doing better than I am on the bets but
0: yeah if the Texans end up winning, then I'll feel really good. If they if they make the championship or at least win the division, I think I would have done good for the year. But uh that's all we have for you guys to uh, enjoy week was it week eight from NFL football? We'll see you guys
1: next yeah. week. See ya.